Hi, I'm Errol Gordon. And I'm Barry O'Connor, and you're listening to the Premier League Night Club. Hello, everybody. <laughs> 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 My name is Damon. With me, I have Woody. And this episode, of course, is brought to you by Arrowsport, the number one kit maker in the business, arrowsport.com.au. Go check them out. It's a very, very special episode today. We are joined by two people for the very first time. Although, when I say first time, they've been on, but not at the same time. Errol Goulden and Barry O'Connor, thank you so much for coming on. Cheers, lads. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So what do you what are you gents been up to? Obviously, um, you've both had you know a few massive months back into the AFL preseason. What's been happening with you guys up in Sydney? Oh yeah, so um, the AFL season obviously started last week, which was good fun. But um, since Christmas, we've just been back on the grind, training and um, watching plenty of Premier League. And well, I've been watching a bit of Champions League. Obviously, Barry, being an Arsenal supporter, <laughs> hasn't been able to. But um, Started pretty early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can do it. Um, have you have you boys been sort of, I guess, in the last oh, we'll get into like the last week a little bit later on. But you know, from when Barry, we spoke to you, oh, Jesus, it was probably like eight months ago now, so like six to yeah, eight months ago. Part. I can't really yeah, remember, but it must have been during like the first first or second, you know, big lockdown. And Errol obviously spoke to you about two, three months ago. Has has a lot changed for you, Barry, in the last, say, six to eight months? Obviously, you know, you've got a little bit more of a picture now on, on how your season might look with being able to actually play, which is nice. Um, so, yeah, how's yeah, that well, for you? Um, I think it was in the first lockdown because we only had one in Sydney, um, mm. thankfully. But, uh, that makes sense. When the, when, the, when the season resumed again, um, you know, I, I actually hadn't played a game of, of footy yet and it was I think it was June or July at that stage. So, um, as you might have heard, the reserves teams just had to make do and play scratch matches against each other. So um, it often meant that sometimes with like reduced numbers and injuries on different lists that we had to play like 15 aside games or um, I think we even played one against Melbourne that was like 12 aside one day. Um, we weren't allowed to use top-ups or um, outside players because of COVID and stuff. So it was uh, it was pretty strange playing my first game of the footy and they weren't actually real games of the footy, so to speak. Um, and I only played my first 18 v 18 game at the start of this season. So um, it was something that I realised the other day. There's, <laughs> there's a lot less space on the ground, so it's a bit easier for, for a key defender. But um, I suppose for my own development, I've been um, progressing pretty well. It's, it's a tough um, process, obviously, when you haven't played the game before and you're trying to learn it. You're trying to, you know, I suppose, get up to these guys' level. And, and they're also progressing at the same time. They're, they're, they're improving as well. So it's not easy. But um, I've noticed this year and even the last couple of weeks that I've made some made some big strides. So I'll be playing VFL for the foreseeable future and we'll be down to Melbourne for, for a few games. So I'm looking forward to that. And it's just good to you know have a bit more structure to it this year and not have to, I suppose, you know, go week to week hoping that you might get a game or um, mm. that you, you know, find an opposite team to play. So, yeah, it's been good. No, definitely keen to see you in action and, and putting your, your big fist to use as a, a lockdown <laughs> key defender. So, um, are you more of a fist guy? Are you more of a, like, a wraparound cuddle? Like, like what's your style? 
Oh, uh, I don't. I'm still kind of working out myself. To be honest, <laughs> some days, some days I find I do one thing really well, and then the next day you might be terrible at it. But something else might um, come to fruition. I got, I found there's certain games that I might come off and take a few marks. And I'm like, well, all right, that's pretty easy. Let's just do it again the next week. And then it's, <laughs> the next week's a disaster. So, um, obviously, ideally, I'd like to have a bit of a bit of everything in my game. Um, We've got some pretty good key defenders at our own club. We've got Tom McCarron who's moved down from from the forward line this year, and he's an incredible intercept marker. And then you've got someone like Dane Rampey, who, in my opinion, is probably the best defender in the game. He's um, criminally underrated as well, being up in Sydney. But um, yeah, just trying to learn off those guys all the time. Yeah, for sure. Well, boys, when you Errol, when you got drafted, if I'm correct, that's about November time, and you do a little bit of training pre-Christmas. Uh, what was it like coming in uh, from the Barry perspective? I know we spoke about it last time, but Barry, did you have to sort of have any role in taking in the, the new boys and making sure they settle in nicely? Or was, Errol, did you know people already coming through from the Sydney Academy? Um, yeah, I had I had a pretty good relationship with a few of the boys. Um, obviously, last year with what happened, um, I didn't get to play any kind of Swans reserves or anything, which I would have if it had been a normal year. And um, I would have been able to um, train a little bit as well. But um, no, I already had a pretty good relationship with a few of the boys. Obviously, with Barry, I, um, he, you know, he'd messaged me a lot even when he was up in the hub and just see how I'm going, which was really good. And um, oh, awesome. kind of before the draft, even before the boys um, started their preseason, um, they'd invite me down for a park, to the park to have a kick as well, which was good, and, and do a bit of running with them, um, you know, until I was actually allowed to, <laughs> to go into the club and, and be a list of player, but um, yeah, I had a good relationship with a few of the boys, which made it a bit easier to transition initially. Was that like before or after you knew Barry was an Arsenal supporter, or I was, I it, was it was definitely before because I wouldn't have been talking. Oh, shit. That's pretty good. Eh? Yeah. That was gonna be my next question. Are you guys actually mates, or do you just like put that persona for this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we are genuinely mates, uh, but we were. We were, you actually like we were we were trained together before Errol got yeah. picked up, so he he would have um, trained with the, the senior squad last year as a under eighteen academy player, and obviously we had our yeah. sights set on drafting him, um, him and Braden. So um, we I'd met him a few times, and then I suppose yeah. Well, I had I had like a few sessions kind of right or pre Christmas twenty the end of twenty nineteen, yeah, um, and then was supposed to be doing a fair bit more in 2020 but obviously it didn't happen so i had trained with barry and a few of the other boys before so yeah so it's not a fake it's not a fake friendship so <laughs> yeah, cool. just wanted to confirm yeah we just we, we, we don't want to feel like we were just bringing you guys together and you actually no, like, no, hate no. each other behind closed doors <laughs> <laughs> um errol obviously massive debut for yourself three snags um rookie of the year nomination as well barry like you said before head's probably a little bit inflated as we can see right now he's he said he's definitely grown in circumference um, <laughs> no doubt the dms are filling up with uh plenty of young hopefuls want to take errol out in a day or something like that but plenty of, uh, plenty of podcasts asking me to come on <laughs> <laughs> mate your allegiance is lie to one podcast okay that's all i can say the first one's your last one. That, that's what I. That's what I like to say. Um, but Errol, how how was your debut? Stepping on the field, obviously played a huge game. Um, hundred and eight fantasy points. That's obviously no relevance to you. But um, how was it? What was the experience? Yeah, well, my my old man started playing fantasy this year, so it's relevant to him because he's got me in his team, thankfully, which is good. Um, but no, it was it was uh, 
it was hard to put into words how how good it was, like how much fun it was. I think, um, you know, it was the first time that I've I've played in in front of a crowd as well, kind of that big. I think there was twenty three thousand up there, so and obviously majority of them were Lions fans. So, um, you know, when they kicked the first three goals at the start of the game, it was pretty loud, and um, you know, you can kind of get a little bit lost. But um, oh no, it was just so much fun, and I think to win by um, you know what we how much we won by and to play so well as a team was just, yeah, it was, um, yeah, I struggled to really put into words how much fun it was and just, um, it couldn't have probably gone any better, I think, you know, from a personal note, but as a team, on a team note as well, so. Well, the, the celebrations definitely weren't calm, we'll put it that way, but the, which we love, which we love, it was good to see, but I was, <laughs> I was a little bit disappointed uh, that you didn't whip out, say, like a Mo Salah Egyptian um, pharaoh celebration, <laughs> like you did something like that, and, Surely down the track, maybe, you know, when you become a little bit more established and, and you can sort of do a little bit more of what you want out there on the field in terms of uh, celebrating, are you definitely going to whip out, say, a Sadio Mane or, or a Mo Salah celebration? Maybe so like a Jaylings, like the Piper or something. Yeah, <laughs> surely. Well, it's, well for, on the weekend, I think, firstly, with those celebrations, I, I don't even remember what I did. I was just, I think it was just pure emotion that came out, so... Definitely was nothing planned. I think what happened the, was just the guns probably... were looking prime. I have to say, <laughs> mate, the, the pipes, the pipes on the man, pretty large. Uh, I don't know about that, but the I think that, that was just um, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just like that was probably just yeah, year, couple of you know, a few years of just built up emotion, wanting to play footy for this ones just kind of came out. But um, I've been working closely with Will Hayward. Um, trying to get a few FIFA celebrations. Um, oh, yes. So watch your space, I think. That's all we can say. <laughs> please, please. Well, you, you, I think <laughs> you, you play Richmond in two weeks. So if you haven't been dropped by then. Um, and then <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't have much faith in them, boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have to. We both, we're both fielding you in our fantasy team. So yeah, we sort of need him to play. Like, but, you if know, he doesn't <laughs> play, then he's not, not coming back on the pod. I'll be there. So, you know, hopefully it's um, you, you're the only one that kicks goals for, for the Swans on that particular day. But, you know, keep, I'm going to keep a lookout for the FIFA celebrations down at the G. It'll be good. Mm. Dan and I actually had a bit of an embarrassing experience. I don't know if we want to talk about this. Oh, it's not really embarrassing. Mate, when we were out the other night, we did the... We, we've done it at least the last three or four times. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Last, the last three or four times we've been out, I reckon, we've been in, like, the corner of, like, a bar or club, like, Really nice places, right? Like sort of places you wear a suit jacket to. And we're just fucking doing like most embarrassing. So like the Jesse the Lingard, Ham. the West Ham ones. Yeah. Um, We've got some, got some interesting looks, that's for sure. Yeah. But there's no shame in it because, you know, whether you do it in front of 80,000 at the MCG. Or- if you didn't think we were rare enough. <laughs> Maybe reevaluate. We're pretty. We're pretty weird. Uh, I, I back that in. I think. Um, I think that's awesome. You, you can get away with a lot these days, anyway. So I reckon. Right. <laughs> well, I, might, playing... I might just wait, wait a little bit and shrink together maybe more than just one game before I get to it out of myself. <laughs> 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 no, fair enough. Well, maybe when we get up to Sydney and we actually go for a beer. I don't know if you guys actually want to get a beer with us, but um, we'll we'll do some like rare celebration. What if you sit in the corner doing dances? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mate, what else do you do? I don't, there's, no, I don't there's no other reason I go out actually. Other than that. Shut up with you. Anyway, um, Barry, I've got, a, I've got a question for you. And obviously we watched the video posted on YouTube a couple of weeks ago now, maybe a month or two ago. Uh, you were just talking a day in the life of Barry O'Connor. It was a oh, yeah. very yeah. nice video, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> we were wondering 
if the situation, any like sort of further developments, if your family can come down and watch you play, or obviously I was going to say you go up and see them, but obviously during the footy season, that's not yeah. really an option. But is there any sort of, you know, is there a picture starting to be painted now in, in what that situation looks like? Not really, to be honest. It's uh, it's, it's a pretty tricky one because I haven't seen mum and dad in there for over a year. They they visited last, last March or February and my two sisters, I haven't seen them for... Well, it's been like 16 months now, which is is a pretty strange one. I, I try not to think about it too much, but um, our COVID situation at home is so bad at the moment. And like in Ireland in particular, um, I don't want to bore you with the details of vaccine rollouts in, in Europe and stuff, but um, it's all moving very slowly and the cases aren't really dropping. It's like, it's, it's pretty grim to be honest. And um, I feel pretty sorry for all my mates and, and like kind of young people, my sisters as well, they're they're not really able to, you know, live the life that a, that a young person wants to live. It's they're like they're pretty much in England, like their third or fourth lockdown now. And um, that obviously means travel isn't going to happen anytime soon, especially, mm. especially not Australia. So uh, mom and dad, definitely, none of them are going to be out here anytime soon. But um, I'm trying, like, I suppose the best I can do with regard to footy is trying to get them onto the Fox footy or get them onto... I don't know, streaming some of the games because um, dad was a, a pretty um, accomplished athlete back home and he was a, he's a coach for like, Gaelic football and hurling, the sports that we play, but he doesn't know anything about AFL. So it's kind of tricky to to talk to him about, about my games and just about how I'm going because, you know, it's a pretty common thing for, for a young guy to do is like talk to his parents and just, you know, chat to them about how they're going. So I can't really do that, um, mm. which is strange because you're really sort of, I wouldn't like you're not you're not on your own because you've got all your teammates and your friends out here. But um, I guess what you, like you just haven't got that uh, factor of home with you. Um, and then when they're not even watching you play as well, it's, it's sort of strange. It's, it's hard for me to paint a picture for them, and I'm sure it's even more difficult for them to you know support me when they actually don't know anything about the game and they can't see mm. can't see me playing either. So it's a it's a tricky one, but you know there's nothing we can do about it. And I'm pretty lucky to be out here and I. I'd so much rather be in, in Sydney than back home in Ireland at the moment. So um, plenty to be positive about. Sure. I, I just do want to say on that topic-ish, uh, you you said that you know, you'd get them to stream the games or, or watch Fox footy when they can. Clearly, they have Spotify or iTunes back, in home, back at home because <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're pushing the number one international podcast in Ireland thanks to your friends and family. The episode we posted with you last year, I think within yeah. 12 hours when we woke up, it was already say like our top three episode ever. Yeah, and and it remained really, that until yeah. Well, I think the only one it ends up being the best, most listened to ever up until I think Mark Bosnich. How many it? cousins do you have, mate? Yeah, it was a heap of listeners. Are, it just kicked off in. There Ireland. are a lot of O'Connors, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I reckon um, as maybe a lot. Of, well, I, I suppose it wasn't locked in, so people were just looking for something to do and. Um, yeah, no, it was awesome. Thank you very much to everybody. <laughs> they either wanted to listen to it laugh at me or maybe to see what I was up to, but <laughs> one of the nah. other. Well, I think the video you posted, Day in the Life of Barry O'Connor, I just wanted to ask, how often do you actually go hurling? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 we, no, we do go myself and call them. Um, we should go more, but like once every Errol, few weeks. have you ever picked up maybe? a stick and, and gave it, give it a whack? A hurling stick or just any stick? <laughs> no, well, I mean, I assume a hurling stick, but... <laughs> nah, I, I didn't even know what a hurling was. 
until I saw the video. So yeah, you know, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to show, or I have to bring you for a, a pox. Looks like ice hockey. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty fast though, pretty technical. I yeah, high skill game. High skill game. Mate, it's the best. It's the best game in the world. Sorry for you. Um, oh, what? Foot, soccer, yeah. soccer and footy. Um, Opinions, but no, it's <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's uh, you'd have to go to the game to really experience it, but it, I think it's the fastest field sport in the world. Yeah, that's been surprising. Errol, you definitely not convinced. Definitely not convinced. It's just probably because he's Irish. It's just like that <laughs> if it's the best game in the world, how come only one country plays it? <laughs> you can say the yeah. same about AFL. Sounds like an argument I've heard many times about the game we play down here in Melbourne. But anyway. <laughs> I think it's about time we actually get into a bit of Premier League talk because, I mean, do you guys, I mean, do you guys ever argue like who's the better mid-table team or like what sort of goes on? <laughs> well... I kind of got into a habit of because I've sort of conceded that Arsenal are like we're, we're just a poor team at the moment. Um, so Arsenal's res- I'm pretty bulletproof to Arsenal's results. I don't. It doesn't really affect me. I'm you know I'm pretty happy when we win, but when we lose, it's it's not surprising. So but, AKA he's a fake fan. No, no, <laughs> no. I still, I still watch every follows him when they win. No, I still watch yeah. every game, but I'm just emotionally I'm I'm finished with them. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> <That's bad. laughs> but. Whatever, um, I got great pleasure in just walking up to Errol in the in the changing room before training over the last few weeks and months, just with the results of the Liverpool game and just putting it in his face. <laughs> Which is, yeah, you you really get angry about that, don't you? Yeah, well, we know because he reacts to all our stories, and he like we we think he's genuinely pissed off. <laughs> no, he, he he was, he, he actually was. Which one? <laughs> like, Which one? These blokes sending me this. I'm not going out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, no, plenty of beef, and we're playing each other this weekend. Or no, in, in the next game week. So yeah, um, yeah bragging rights on the line there. That's we don't cool. need no bragging rights, mate. We're above you on the on the table, and we're playing in the Champions League. You're in Europa League, yeah, and you're below us. So there's nothing to there's, there's not even a challenge. Like I reckon we have, a not, of, we have a better chance of winning the Europa League than you do for Champions League. Keyword there, you're right. And you're not going to qualify for the Champions League next year, and we are. So you're not going to qualify for the Champions League. Hey, if you win the Europa, you're in Champions League. Yeah, but you're not going to win the Europa League, mate. <laughs> like, Ross, you're not. I think we should just put ourselves on mute. <laughs> what are we going to do? Take it away. Yeah. Right, well, Barry, did you actually say you watched every game? Is that just you're just saying this for the podcast, or do you actually make a conscious effort to watch all of them? Oh no, I'm not. I'm not like Errol. Like I, I put my footy career first. I don't get up at three a.m. to, to watch. Them, but I, like, no, but I, I, I wouldn't be able to function if I did that. Um, no way. So I, like, I watch. I wouldn't be able to function being an Arsenal fan. So. <laughs> I watch the, I watch the extended highlights. Um, so you don't even watch a full replay. Just if it's extended highlights, if it's already going to watch it, but like, I'm still watching the games. Oh, and like yeah. I'm, I'm watching the ones that I can watch. So I'm not in bed for. You, know, you might as well just like look at like FIFA team of the week. That's good enough. All right. So, Errol, I think last time we chatted to you, you said that. Um, I think because we, we spoke to you after you got drafted, um, obviously earlier this year, but you just sort of got, got into the preseason, and you were saying that it's pretty hard to sort of get up and still watch games and then rock up to, for footy. Now that you're more yep. accustomed to like the preseason regime and the football regime, do you sacrifice a little bit, like the first thirty minutes of training? 
not late, but like effort wise to you know make up the make up and watch the game it's in the morning. Recorded and put out to the public. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I 100% do not do that. Um, <laughs> if it's um, if it's like a Monday morning game, I, I well, it's hard um, to not be able to look at the score when I've got certain teammates showing me the result in my face right before training. But um, <laughs> if it's yeah, if it's like one of the 3:30 games, um, I won't I won't be getting up for those if I've got training that Monday. Um, because as you probably know, sleep is the best form of recovery. And they've been really big on, especially us younger boys, first and second year. We've had a lot of presentations about how important our sleep is. And uh, we've got to fill in, um, you know, before every main session, how much sleep we have and, wow. and how we slept and all that sort of stuff. So I can't um, I can't get away with it anymore, unfortunately. But um, no, nah, you know, uh, the weekend games, like the Saturday or the Sunday morning, or even um, they're playing a lot of midweek games that start kick off at 7 a.m. So um, actually come in where we're sitting now in the players' lounge, I'll get to the club at 7 and um, they've got a little breakfast station there. So I'll get some breakfast here and then chuck it on. And usually I can watch about the first 60 or 70 minutes of the game if it's a uh, 7 a.m. kickoff. So it's good. It's good with Champions League. We've had the games wrapped up by 70 minutes the past two times. So... <laughs> um, no, that's been good, but yeah, if it's if it's uh, a Monday morning, like a three thirty kickoff or something like that, it's, it's yeah, it's becoming a bit too hard to kind of get up and watch, which is a bit a bit shit. But um, man's, I'm playing AFL, so that's all right. Yeah, yeah. have the have the boys around the club say at training, you know, if you lay a big tackle or something at eight AM on a Wednesday morning training, they're just like they're all relaxed. Liverpool lose this morning or something. Like, is there any, any of that going around? There is actually like, I think. It's pretty noticeable. My mood, my mood changed. Very noticeable. It's very noticeable. I think here, uh, Baz and um, there's a couple other boys, Lewis Melikin and Sam Gray, who um, and uh, um, George as well. George Hewitt. They'll they'll get they'll rip into me if uh, they notice that I'm a bit flat about a result, and they'll uh, make me feel even worse about myself, which is good. So. <laughs> Demo, I reckon something you probably you and Eric probably share is that. If United lose. Yeah, well, the good thing, well, when I was at school, I found school the hardest. School was the hardest. Just like you do at the footy club. Yeah. We used to rock up, say, an hour early for school and put the, attach one of our laptops to the big screen, the big projectors in the classroom. And it'd be, I don't know, some, if there was a big game, it'd be like, I think 30, we used to, like, I think it was a Manchester United versus Real Madrid yeah, Champions League game. Champions League. We were and then the Ronaldo game. absolutely crucifies Evra. Puts it in, out jumps, you know, out jumps in the back post. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think we went to first period. Like, we were almost in tears. Like, it was just... <laughs> Kids can be incredibly mean. And obviously, football makes you emotional as... as uh, well, you, you deserve it being United fans. Oh, sorry. I, I went back. I can't see you down there. What's, what's it like down there mid-table? Remember when he said we wouldn't make top four? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you guys are or you guys aren't even going to make Europe, let alone Europa. Oh. oh. Shani's got his last trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever said that? We Not still, we still have that. more trophies. Don't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think we do. We do. Oh, I think we're too, too behind. But um, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you said you think Liverpool sits seventh? They sit seventh. Could be eighth. And yeah. Arsenal. So this was going to say the games in the end are a little bit misleading. And Errol, last time we had you on, you made a conscious effort to tell us that if City won their games in hand, we'd be second. So we're going to make a conscious effort and say that. If Teams below you won their games in hand, you'd actually be eighth. So, like, I'm just going off your own logic here. Mm. At, at what point does it, uh, and this goes for you as well, Barry, you know, 
when you go into a season, you're obviously winning with incredibly different expectations. <laughs> Arsenal, top 10 finish would have been a success. Liverpool, you wanted in the league. And, and now you're both sort of dwindling in the middle. Does it become sort of a situation where, like, do you want to prioritise the Champions League and do you want to prioritise the Europa League? Do you, does losing to Fulham at Anfield 1-0 bother you anymore because the season's done? Like, how, do you, how are you feeling towards your Premier League clubs in that sense? I'm just trying to think of a way that I can put this. Um, so, <laughs> without Van Dyke or pretty much without half our team, it, I guess it'd be like, I guess it'd be like Fernandez without penalties. Like you just you wouldn't be winning any games, so um, that's that's kind of the best way I can Salty. put it. Um, Salt, you know, oh, oh, it's like it's like it's like a game. It's like when the ref blows the whistle for full time, and then awards a penalty after the game. It's like that not happening for United. So hmm. that's kind of yeah, that's how our season's been a bit. Um, obviously, I guess I try to put it in terms where you'd be understand how you'd be understanding a Man United fan, but yeah, that's all I got to say on that. <laughs> Errol, you've scored the tough, same amount of goals today. at Anfield in open play as Salah, and you have a sack of Bruno for his penalties. I'm just saying, it, it would be if 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 he didn't have his penalties, he would be nothing, which is kind of what we've been like this year without half our team, which is just fair enough. All right, clearly Errol's a little bit emotional. Barry, how about yourself? How are you feeling about the guns? Um, I don't know. I was, I was saying to Errol earlier, it's sort of a strange one this year because like a couple of years ago, with Wenger and stuff, we were finishing, like we were getting top four finishes nearly every year. Um, I think we got out of like the Champions League group, I think a record number of years in a row, but um, that was still unacceptable by um, the supporters of Arsenal standards. But now we're in 10th place with Mikel Arteta. We're scraping past Olympiacos in the Europa League. And I think people seem to be more positive about the club now than what they were a few years ago, which is really strange. We're still 10th, yeah. It's <laughs> it's a weird one. Like, we, I don't know, we've just there's loads of positives, like with regards to like young players and stuff. Um, mm. and like some of the performances have been really encouraging compared to like we had some awful games under Unai Emery. I remember like the defending was like laughable at some stages, which I feel like those things have improved a bit, but we're still like we're just not uh, a like, top quality team anymore, unfortunately. Um, well, they're not good, is what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, at the moment, no, we're not. It's kind of hard. It's, I don't like admitting it, but um, you'd like to hope if we, like, we've got rid of a lot of, rid of a lot of the, I suppose, your Mustafis and Socrates and the likes of those guys. So that's a positive. And, um, you know, you'd hope if we can keep keep hold of like Smith Rowe and Saka and these guys, like Kieran Tierney, he's probably, probably going to be the future captain of the club. And, um, still not the best Scottish left back there. <laughs> at the moment, he is. No, he's not. I reckon he is at the moment. But no, he's not. You just you you've had your say. You, I'm you've just had your say. I'm just helping yeah. you out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I reckon I'll, even though things are pretty bad at the moment, there's plenty to be positive about. Um, we have a good opportunity to win the Europa League now, so um, I reckon we should be putting most of our focus into that. Like top four I mean, is kind of out of reach at this stage. Baz, we might have to have you on for a third time because I think the way the draws worked out, United and Arsenal, if they get through, we're meeting you guys in the final. The Europa League, yeah. So are we on different sides? Yeah, different yeah. sides. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put it. Enjoy that one, fellas. Well, I'll put it to you this way though. I, like United, Arsenal, 
uh, Chelsea have all recently gone through the um, the path of higher FA clubs. Stop, seriously, no, Errol, no. give us a break, man. They've all gone through He's the path. Of, what do you can ask the question? <laughs> We've all gone through the path of hiring a club legend. Obviously, Lampard recently got the start a couple of months ago, and I'd say at the time everyone thought it was incredibly harsh. And then obviously now Tuchel's done an incredible job. It's like some sort of record, the amount of clean sheets they're keeping. They're flying at the moment and suddenly they're probably, you know, the third, you probably say second best team in the league, to be honest, behind City in terms of form. Does it sort of put it in, give you a little bit of concern about, say, like as a United fan, I've not a lot. I've thought, geez, you know, Solskjaer's done a decent job so far. And, and you know, you just spoke about the positivity around Arteta, but is there a, a coat of rose-coloured glasses when looking at these guys when, say, you know, maybe, like, gee, maybe we should have got Tuchel or maybe we should go get Pochettino when he was available? Like, is there a little bit of element of that now that you've seen the results of not, or results of changing from a club legend? Oh, it's a tricky one. I like, even just being part of a professional sporting team right now, like, mm-hmm. nobody, unless you're inside the four walls of the club, you really have no idea what's going on or what the coaches are like or who's who's having the biggest influence or um, whatnot. So I just try and pay attention to what the players are saying. And um, all of the players seem to back Arteta and they've great faith in his football knowledge and his tactical prowess or whatever. Um, I value that more than maybe the, like, the results we're getting at the moment and the style of play that he's trying to He's trying to enforce, whereas I think with, like, no offence to you guys, but with Solskjaer, like, there's a lot of, you can tell there was a lot of United players that were, like, not a lot, but, like, they're not fully convinced with him. I feel like with, with him, um, he kind of lets them have their way a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arteta is kind of really trying to get them all on board with his with his style of play and his philosophy around football or whatever, but... Um, I feel like there's a bit of a difference between him and Solskjaer in that regard. I'm not sure how successful he's going to be, but um, I feel like with with Oli, it's, um, it's going to come to an end at some stage. Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> That's pretty stiff. Everyone just goes whack and Barry pretends he's being nice and then goes whack as well. No, but no, like, I, like, that's what I genuinely think. I reckon he's like, he's done, he's done a really good job so far, but... Um, Oh, I do think he's really seriously. No, but do you think he's genuinely a, a good manager? Or I don't think he's the best manager we could have got, but I think we can still get there with him. I, I probably I sort of probably buy into this idea that um this idea of the is he the right man for the job? I think there's more there can be more than one right man for the job. And I think if we won yeah. if we look, I'm not gonna I was about to say if we won four trophies with Try not to rant here. Yeah, if <laughs> If we won four trophies with Poch or three with Solskjaer, I'd never sit here and say oh, I prefer the ones with Solskjaer because of the club legend. At the end of the day, the club's bigger than anybody that, that can manage or play for them. But there is certainly an element of like, you know, if you believe you can have success with two or three different managers um, and you honestly believe there's no difference between, say, Pochettino or even on Allegri, who I think is available at the moment, I, w- I don't mind going with Solskjaer and trying to, you know, you also probably have that element of long-term as well. Arteta's never going to leave Arsenal by choice. By choice. Or like, you know, he might leave yeah. by choice if the form's really bad, but he's, it'd be extraordinary if, um, if Solskjaer, Arteta, and we saw with Lampard, if they don't 
get sacked eventually. You can never see them actually leaving. I think that comes back to like a Wenger and a, and a Ferguson thing yeah, as well. Yeah, that's a good point. So I think, I think it's why with that Yeah, and that's a good point. I reckon when you say with like the rose tinted glasses, I, I wouldn't have the same like fondness for Arteta that I would for like Thierry Henry or something. I'd be fully biased towards him if he was to like get given yeah. the job of Arsenal manager, regardless of what the players thought of him. I, I would just want him to be there for as long as possible because of what he did as a player. But like Arteta was was only there for a couple, like he was there for a few years after a pretty long career at Everton. Like he's, um, yeah, I, I think as a manager he's, or as a football coach, he's got a pretty good CV and stuff. So um, I don't think I have those rose tinted glasses, but yeah, no, I. That's a good point that you make about the longevity of them. Um, he's definitely one that isn't going to leave my choice. Now, Errol, I can see you're so sitting there brooding. You look like you're about to kill someone. Um, <laughs> but um, I have to ask, I think the last time we had you on, we asked you if you could sort of remove one of the front three from Liverpool, whether they that Mane, Firmino or Salah. I'm pretty sure. Do you remember who you said? I think I said Mane, didn't I? Yeah. And I just, I don't, the reason why I ask is because I'd love to know, like, obviously you said before that, you know, you guys have a, a significant amount of injuries, which personally, I think the media has overplayed. You have, you have plenty of depth in your squad. Um, but if you still, would you still go for that decision of, 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 of pulling out a money if you had to pick one of the three? Yeah, hundred percent. I think. Well, well, okay. So let's, do you still think Thiago is one of the best number sixes in the world? Yes. And I think the reason is because he's at the Because he passes position. sideways. Shut up. He's had had, had to play out of position because there's been no Fabinho. I think he's been unreal when Fabinho has been playing in the midfield um, and when they've had Kabak and um, Nat Phillips play centre-back. That meant that, um, yeah, Fabinho is able to play in the midfield and that makes Thiago look like a much better player. And, yeah, I would still take Mane out. I think he hasn't been great this year, but I I think Salah has just shown how good he is regardless of how shit Liverpool have been. He's still been... Scoring goals, and I think, um, yeah, Firmino is like he's my favorite player or one of my favorite players. So. He's on the back of his jersey. Yeah, he's on the back. You can't really say <laughs> he's on the back of the shirt. How many jerseys do you have, by the way? I swear you've got like a Salah, Firmino, and Mane. Uh, no, I've got Van Dyke, Thiago, Firmino, Trent. I got two Firmino. I should have worn mine today. Yeah, my Arsenal jersey, not my Liverpool jersey. You're Liverpool. No, jersey. I said not my Liverpool jersey. Oh. I should have worn my Arsenal one. I didn't realise you were yeah. going full horn. No, well, I just thought, you know, it's a Premier League podcast, so I might as well. Mate, we're not even wearing our jerseys. Oh, sure. <laughs> is, it, is it a different kit to what you wore last time? I think it might be. I think you might have worn the two yeah, one last time. Yeah, well, I know. I wore the home one, I think, last time. I got all three this year, so. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah you can remember 10. It's what you can purchase on the AFL contract now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you can afford to buy all three proper kits. <laughs> well actually my brother bought my brother bought this one and it was too small for him so I got this one off him yeah yeah result, result. I'd probably use it as a rag as well if I was him so unnecessary slander <laughs> oh wait this is what you've been saying this is the only thing that's come out of your mouth is slander today your, your chat your chat right then was about as good as Fred's pass back to the keeper the other day <laughs> Oh, I mean, that's almost acceptable considering some of the saves that uh, Allison's attempted to make this season. Um, I swear it's been curious. I don't know. I got lost at some point. Let's not get into some heated debate here because we do only have a certain amount of time. So, 
as usual, we hit out some questions uh, to the people on social media and we did it very, very late this time, Woodrow. And we yeah, actually literally got, with about like 45 minutes before we recorded. Yeah, this. and we've actually got quite a few questions, unbelievably. Like just proves to proves how popular you two must be. So anyway, let's get stuck into some social media source. I agree with you. We're just still the worst na- worst name for a segment we have on this podcast. Yeah, what is it? Social media source. <laughs> That laugh, we're still, we're still, we're still, still trying to find a name. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, first up, we actually got two questions about Buddy Franklin. So we thought we'd just get them up, get them out of the way because it was inevitable. Um, we're pretty sure we asked this last time, but firstly, um, do, does Buddy Franklin have a Premier League club? I don't think so. No, nah, I don't think so. Sorry, that's yeah. That's all good. And, um, and then, well, that was from at Jezza Wilson, another one from at Horton 96 Horton just basically asked, well, you know, what's it like being in the dressing room with Buddy Franklin? But from what you told me, you've probably trained with him. Oh, I guess he's been injured for a while. But did you know him before you arrived, both of you? Um, oh, I, 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 I obviously knew who he was. I don't think he knew who I was. But, um, I trained like a couple of times when I was in the academy and um, even, um, you know, being in the academy, like when you'd go and train with the seniors, you'd, basically just defend the entire time and being a bib and maybe get one or two goes to go in like the in the attacking drills. But I just ever since like even when I was doing that, he was just um so welcoming and always like passing down knowledge and um, you know, he'd he'd look to give it to the young kids, even like the Academy boys when I was training with him. And I think it just kind of shows like the character of person he is and, and how good of a bloke he is. And um uh, my locker is obviously pretty close to his being number twenty one as well. So um you know, always like chatting to him in the in the locker room about um, you know, he's always, always asking me how I'm going and um, obviously he's got an amazing knowledge of the game. He's one of the best to ever play it. So um, I think we're running out of there with him this weekend will just be unreal and hopefully he can kick out. I think he's only got like forty six or fifty two or something goals until he gets to a thousand goals. So yeah. Uh, I'll be playing with him when he does that. Yeah, well, I he played with the reserves last week. I reckon it could have been his. I think it was like his first Resi's game since um, his first or second year at Hawthorne. So, um, yeah, I second most of what Arrow said. Obviously, I didn't. I had no knowledge of the game before before I got picked up. So, um, for me, he was just like another another teammate or another bloke. But I think as like the more time you spend at the club, you kind of you can tell he just has a presence. He's um. You know he's, oh, I don't know. He's, oh, I wouldn't say he's above anyone because he, he he would he would never say that. But just there's an aura around him. Um, like he like even just his like even him just being on the field with the lads yeah. the weekend will like give the rest of the team an extra yeah. couple of percent. Mm-hmm. Um, even before he even kicks the ball. So, um, and yeah, I second what he says about his knowledge and his. His willing willingness to help the younger guys, like he, it's not something that he has to do at all. Or, um, so I, I don't think we really even expect it of him. But he's like he's actually incredibly um, helpful, and like when he speaks, everyone listens as well. So yeah, he's he's a great bloke. Can imagine. Nice. Um, at David Bizarro, which Premier League player would do the best in the AFL? You you guys asked me this one. Oh no, you asked yeah. me. Which Irish Premier League player yeah. would be the best? Yeah. Oh no, you asked me with Premier League player. Yeah. It probably, it probably was a simple question. question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say Van Dyke just be probably better than Barry at his job. 
Hey. <laughs> nah, Van Dyke. So yeah. yeah. Lockdown, <laughs> lockdown halfback. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I said John Egan, the Sheffield center back, because he had a background in Gaelic football, so he's able to use his hands. But, yeah. Um, did you go listen to back yeah. to your podcast in preparation for this? Might have no. a good memory. Yeah, come Mine's on. Good memory. No, <laughs> I, I just remember it, yeah. It wasn't that long ago. Um, no, it wasn't really. Probably, I, I probably still say him because... Um, it's a shit great answer. I know our Gaelic skills, well, they're the reason we get picked up by AFL clubs. So, um, yeah, I'd go with Johnny again. Cool. Uh, next up, at Alejandro underscore Vivado. Uh, are there... I, this question... We're going to assume it's about the Premier League because if it was about the AFL, yeah. we, might, we might be at the centre of the next like Nat Nui versus um, Riley O'Brien sort of situation. Um, are, are there any players from another club that you don't like and why were def- Premier League related? Bruno Fernandes, <laughs> who's so overrated because all he does is score penalties. Oh, goodness me. I'm pretty sure without penalties, United would still be second. I think so, Yeah. <laughs> It's just a wind-up merchant, is that all? <laughs> uh, any United player? I don't really have a dislike for any players in particular. I, maybe Deli Ali sometimes. He, after watching the, the Spurs doco, I thought his attitude left a bit to be desired sometimes. Bit of a wanker. Uh, saying that, though, I actually, as much as Arsenal and Spurs fans hate each other, I I really like some of like the like some of the sparse players. I think like Kim Wing Son is one of the most likable like Blokes. players in the whole league. Um, yeah. yeah, if I was to say one, Daddy Ali. So <laughs> I actually I'd cha- I'd change my answer to Tide first, uh Jordan Pickford and Richarlison. Jeez. <laughs> you can really you don't even have to say the backstory. You just, you just know just hate. Yeah. yeah. Just hate. Passion in the name giving as well. You can tell straight away. <laughs> I don't know, Barry, for what it's worth, though, I actually met someone who went to school with Deli Ali about a year or two ago. And, yeah, he said he wasn't the most pleasant person to be around. But that was because, you know, when he was 16, 17, he knew he, he, knew he was good. So and he made sure yeah. everybody knew about it. Yeah, well, that, that was kind of the reason. I just thought it was, I don't know, some of us carry on. And even this carry on, like, in games and stuff, when he gets taken off and when he's on the bench, isn't, isn't the greatest. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, next one at Dimos Tree 21 regular contributor to the pod one transfer and money is no issue who are you bringing into your EPL teams school question Erling Haaland very good shout where would Bobby play centre defensive midfield or uh, no just drop back and just play uh, the top of the, tri- the midfield triangle Yep, fair, fair. Yeah, I go Mbappe. When you said money is no issue. He's yeah, yeah. Best player in the world, and Aubameyang is is I think he's the other side of thirty now, and his his form isn't great at the moment. Um, so yeah, he could lead the line for the next ten years. Nice, good answers. Okay. Uh, no, you can take this one, Woody, because I know you're a big fan of this question. So you go. No, I want to take the next one. So you, no, you can take the next two then, go. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Um, at Luke Deville E, uh, what are your pre-draft and post-draft Instagram stocks? And that's that's for both of you. Oh. Uh, 
I'm not saying this to be cool or anything, but I genuinely wouldn't wouldn't know, and it wouldn't have risen by that much either. I'm not. I'm pretty poor on Instagram for posting and stuff. So, um, I did take note though of how much his following, um, or the <laughs> increase in his following for his game the other day. He, that's actually a better question for you, as opposed to your drafts. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to look like a cockhead. So. <laughs> <laughs> It was well, a couple think, of thousand, wasn't it? Three, three or four. That's pretty good. Pretends, pretends like he doesn't know. No, that's not even a That's fair enough. That's pretty decent. It's good information. To be fair, despite the stigma that social media might get, it is somewhat important to get to get a few followers. It's just reality now, isn't it? Yeah. We care about our followers on the podcast. Yeah, but we're not life in the public eye, man. Yeah, but like, don't get me wrong. Errol doesn't finish footy and go, geez, I hope, I hope I got, you know, he's worried about how many disposals and how the team went, not how many followers he gained. But yeah, it is. I've got my burner account, so. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Fair. You just need the blue tick. That's all you need. Uh, to go um, with his four Liverpool Twitter accounts. Four different <laughs> players on their, uh, as the profile picture. <laughs> There's one comment and then six likes, all of which are burner accounts. Um, <laughs> right, next next one. This is actually my favorite question. T boot underscore. I don't know if you, you guys are allowed to answer this. You're allowed to answer this. It's not that bad. Would you rather fight a horse-sized John Longmire or a John Longmire horse-sized horse? Oh my god. He's <laughs> very that's a great question. He's scary enough as it is, I reckon. No, I don't think he's scary at all. When he, when he starts spraying blokes, that's scary. Nah, I think horse just like, horse just like that. Yeah, 100%. Uh, he's a great man, but oh. Wait, so, so you're saying one of them is, he is the so, size of a horse. So you don't I'll, horse I'll, I'll, say, I'll say it again, because I think I sort of muffled it. Yeah. Would you rather fight a horse-sized John Longmire so yeah. maybe I don't know if he's on Forza or Forza or a John Longmire sized horse. Oh, John Longmire sized horse. Yeah, be nowhere near as scary as he. Being well, like the size of a horse. That's a bigger, a bigger, a smaller horse. Yeah, or a bigger John. Longmire. Yeah, it's yeah. smaller horse all day. Yeah, horse has um, kicking his legs. Like as in John Longmire has the biggest calves. Yeah, <laughs> you ever seen? So. Uh, and he was pretty physically intimidated in his heyday. So, yeah. Horse. Uh, John Lumber. Yeah. Nice. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I love it. Um, and the last one, this isn't uh, so much question, but um, obviously Daniel Garb, I'm sure you boys are aware of who he is. Um, he wanted us to let you know, Errol, that he enjoyed beating you uh, off the stick at Coast... Uh, Coast golf, golf club, golf club. Yesterday, he he sent us a screenshot. Actually, which I will get up. But did you go for a hit of golf, Errol? Are we correct in saying that? I did. Yeah, I um, oh, I was a shocking day for it yesterday. It was <clears throat> bloody wet. Yesterday <laughs> so, morning. Yeah. No, that's um, I I threw the towel in pretty early mentally, so oh, he can I'm, take it. I've got it here. Uh, Sounds like Klopp conceding the title to City. That was probably what, comparable. I'm not too familiar. Like, I know how to play golf, but the score cuts, I'm not. Right. So what does that mean? He goes, Errol Golden, eight. total 27. So is your handicap eight? Is that what yeah. it means? Yeah. That's, fine. Yes, that, you, that's good. You can, are you serious? Your handicap eight? No, he's a great golfer. He's a, uh, he's a really good golfer. Oh, sorry. Okay. Really? 
um, learn something new. Oh, and then, yeah, well, you, yeah, your handicap's better than Garvey's then. Garvey's is 11. And, yeah, I don't know. Oh, apparently Garvey beat you. That's all he wanted, wanted to let you know. Yeah, I had a mayor. I had a mayor yesterday. So that's that's nine holes. Yesterday. Is that nine holes? No, I think so. Nah, I guess so. No, I don't know how to read scorecard. Alrighty, dude. Yeah, we got to pick a winner. We forgot to mention that. Oh yeah, okay. Who who was your favorite question? Because that's who's going to get our thirty dollars gift card to our principal sponsor, Arrow Sports, best kiss kit makers in the game. I like the John Longmire question. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to ask the boys that one. It's, it's yeah, well, it's, it's a funny question, but the answer is pretty easy. Yeah, that's true. I think the Premier League, player in the Premier League player in the AFL is a pretty good one because there's a lot to, there's a lot to discuss. What position mm-hmm. would they play? Fair enough. Well, Kicking lucky we're picking a demo. Yeah, so, congratulations to who was it? Alejandro Vado. Nah, at, at David Pissarro. Which Premier League? Yeah, not, is it the pre- wait, which, is it, you you like the which Premier League player would do best in the AFL? Right, that was the question that you liked. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yeah. Congratulations at David Pissarro. One thirty buck, thirty dollar voucher. So this one we have not done in about a year. We used to, long story short, we used to get uh, people to to ring up and you know we used to do a bit of a who am I? Uh, Woody was usually the main contestant, and they they play against we. Uh, this time we're going to do it between yourselves. Uh, there's five rounds, five clues. Uh, all f- five uh, players, some ex players, some current players. It is. A, I'll give you a clue now and say it's an Arsenal and Liverpool themed show. No, why, why do you say that? Because it's okay. Right. It just makes it a little on, bit more yeah, interesting. Right, right. Go on, go on, go on. Anyway, so basically, your names are your buzzers. So when you think you know who it is, just say your name and then you get a free shot at it. There's five clues per round, but if let's say Barry, you, you had a crack after the second clue and you got it wrong, Errol then gets to listen to the rest of the clues and then make his guess on who it is. So you got to be a bit tactical on when you sure guess. Is. All right, so and you only get one guess, don't you? Yeah, and you only yeah you only get one guess. Um, five rounds, obviously, and if neither of you can get it, then it just then no one gets the the point for that round. All right, we ready to go? Mm. Yep. Let's do it. All right, round one. I played for one club throughout my whole career. Clue number two, I won two FA Cups and one Champions League. Arrow. Uh, yes. Is this Davey J? No. <laughs> All right. All right. So Baz, now Jay you can Carter. actually listen to the rest of the quotes. Oh, I went too early. I went too early. You know what? I'm in, as a punishment, we're going to take your answer, but the good thing is you were correct. So you, you win that round, but just uh, in you know, next time, listen to all the clues because yeah. you would have had a fresh shot at it. Well, he, well, Gerard he, went to like America. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he was in my head straight away. Yeah, and then the other I clues were I, the other clues were I supported our biggest rival as a kid. He was actually a big Everton fan. Um, I was a defender, and then the last clue was I'm on UK TV more now than when I actually played, which is true. Yeah. He's on Sky all the time, so that would have been that. All right, <laughs> round two, one zero to Barry. First clue, I'm English. Second, I'm currently 
third, I'm at my, I'm currently at my third English club. Since I start, since I, since the start of the 2016-17 season, I've won all four major trophies possible. So the FA Cup, the right. Cup, yes. Oh, all right. Yes. Alex Oxlade Chamberlain. That is correct as well, which is lucky because I accidentally didn't put five clues there. So I was really hoping one of you boys would be <laughs> Thank you for that. So <laughs> two to, go for a second one. to Barry, yeah. zero to Errol. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Round three. <clears throat> I'm currently in my second season in the Premier League. I am a defender. Before coming to the Premier League, I won the best player at my club three consecutive times and also won four league titles in that time. I am Scottish. Errol. Oh. Yeah. Is it Danny? Sorry, it cut up a little bit. So Kieran Turney. Yep. Yes, that is correct. Yep. Um, that is two two under Barry still. So yeah, no. See, this is good, Woody. I told you it was yeah. better if we made it Arsenal. We told them it was Arsenal Liverpool yeah. related. It right, makes cool. it a little cool. bit easier. All right, round four. I'm currently at my second Premier League club. In total, I've played 219 Premier League matches and scored 91 goals. I Barry. have one. Yes. William. Correct. No. So, Errol, before you guess, you can actually listen to the rest of the clues if you want. Yeah. 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 Clue number three I have won the Premier League. Clue number four I hold the record for the fastest Premier League hat trick ever. Sadio Mane. Oh. That is correct. It is 2 2. two. <laughs> Big. All right. Alrighty. Is he just called 91 goals? 91, I believe so, yeah. If I had that wrong, I guess it doesn't matter because you got the answer right anyway. <laughs> I could have been William either. No, nah, the, la the last clue was, um, well, obviously the fast Premier League hat trick is different, but the last yeah. clue was I've won the Golden Boot in 2018-19. So, yeah. All right, round five. Final round <laughs> for the win. I played in Italy and England across five different teams. I played in the Premier League from 1996 to 2005 and then in 2010 again for one season. I won three Premier League titles. Nice I am player, French. Barry, Nicholas yeah. Nalka. No! <laughs> oh. Errol, you can still listen before you guess. There's one more Don't clue. Don't screw up. One more yeah. clue. The final yeah, clue yeah. is, I'm an I, I have an icon card on FIFA. Oh, Thierry Henry. Oh, we've got a draw. Oh, it's Patrick Vieira. Have Vieira. you got a bonus question? Is he French? It's Patrick Vieira. Oh, oh. And now I could play for like- I wasn't even born back then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how are we gonna, oh, how are we gonna say I feel like we should. reckon we should go back to one of our older quizzes and see if we can get one of the questions? Okay, yeah, we'll, we're, this one won't be Arsenal or Liverpool related. Yeah. Did you say he was a midfielder, Vieira? Or did I, didn't, you I, didn't say, I, I didn't say yeah. any position. I jumped out now for way too quickly. I don't think he even played. All right, so we've done some last minute scrambling and found ourselves a bonus question. This one, however, to change it up, it's a team, not a player or a manager, just a team. Okay. Um, 
Are we ready for bonus round? All right, are we ready? All right. You better get this. Someone better get this. Clue number one. We were promoted into the Premier League at the end of the 17-18 season. In the 2019-20 season, we lost in the semi-finals of the FA Cup. In the 2019-20 uh, season, we had the most draws in the league. Clue number four, we have won the top division three times in our history. Last clue, our manager is Portuguese. Sorry. Yeah. Nuno, or not Nuno, the Wolves. Wolves. That is correct. Barry yeah. takes it out. <laughs> oh. Oh, that was, oh, that was tough. The Wolves yeah. only get promoted. Wow. Yeah, they they got promoted and then they've had like three top, well, two top ten finishes and now they're going for a third. Mm. Yeah. Well, Barry, how do you feel? Well, Big moment, probably the biggest, biggest quiz win of your life, no doubt. Yeah, well, I've um, settled a score now from last week with them, so we'll have to find another um, topic to quiz on next week. <laughs> I, you, you, should lose on, you should lose on default for not knowing who that who. The last one, the Arsenal two. Um, the yeah, yeah, yeah. That was poor for me. He, I wasn't alive when he was playing, and I don't go for Arsenal, so you really you were alive in first. And Barry's a huge FIFA player as well, so yeah, streams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Boys, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I know it's always, well, we hope it's a bit of fun for you guys to come on. And this one wasn't too too structured, but we thought we'd have a chat with, I mean, we're not just saying this, our two favourite guests, no doubt. Oh, hands down, hands down. And so, you know, great. I know we probably, uh, I, well, the, to the listeners out there, it's probably a case of they don't realise how much we pester you boys on the socials. For what it's worth, it's mainly him. <laughs> oh, give us a spell. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, we, we do appreciate how, how much you, you interact with us and, you know, it, it gives our our podcast, especially times when it you know can be a bit dragging, that's for sure. It makes it a, a lot of fun messaging you boys and, and, and interacting with yeah. anyone who listens or sure. on, but especially you boys. So thank you heaps. Uh, what do you, I believe, quick thank you to Ara Sport, at Dave Pissarro, gift voucher coming your way. If they want to hit us up on the socials, where can they find us? Guys, you can find us on Insta at Premier League Nightclub and you can find us on TikTok at Premier League Nightclub as well. Damon, where can you find us on the Twitter? You can find us on Twitter at PL Nightclub. Uh, and of course, make sure to subscribe on YouTube, which this is being posted. I'm sure I hope you boys were aware of that. Uh, and then of course, we've got Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, make sure to sub or follow there as well. It helps us big time. Apologies to everybody. We were, I know based on the structure we went to post last week, but... Uh, hopefully you understand the reason why we waited till this week and boys thank you so much for coming on thanks guys nah, thank cheers you. Nice